0: Mikey makes the music of Eagle Owl. It's good to have you here on The Antidote. Thanks for having me, Dave. Appreciate you giving the call for me to come out. Bringing you in for an interview must be a change for you because you're usually on the other side of the table. You're interviewing people on Twitch. So, I don't know, are you sure you're okay with this? No, I love this.
1: That's one thing I tell people on Twitch and like YouTube and that, like, I love to get interviewed and I rarely get interviewed. When you message me, and I'm like, this is going to be so much fun and I'm super excited to do this. So (laughs) thank you so much.
0: I ask every artist who comes to the antidote the same first question How did music begin for you? Oh,
1: so listening, I grew up with basically like rock, pop, and like a little bit of hip hop, but not much. Like I grew up with Nickelback, Breaking Benjamin. Uh, Michael Jackson, so like a lot of like the old 90s, 80s stuff influenced from my parents and everything. So that's a lot of the big influence, even Pink Floyd for my dad. Growing up with TV shows, I listened to a lot of the soundtracks, So like Drake and Josh, Spongebob, all that fun TV shows back when I was growing up. So I was always influenced with music, even like listening to radio stations in my local city and just interacting with the radio hosts was something I did a lot too. So always loved doing that. As for music wise, getting into music, I got really into music right around middle school. I did like a hip hop rap kind of fun little niche project with some rapper that came into our school. And it was my first song that I released and it's called The World Is. And it's like a little like joke song, I'd say. And it just got picked up by a lot of internet celebrities on YouTube and that and then just kind of like Got this little niche for myself, and I just created the Eagle Owl name for
0: myself from that. (laughs) (laughs) You've already announced the song, so now I'm going to play it. (laughs) I have been wondering about that, the band name Eagle Owl. How did that come about? So Eagle Owl is
1: actually an actual owl in like UK, Africa, and everything. And it's my favorite owl on the world. It's the largest owl with a windspan is bigger than an eagle, actually. So it's just a beautiful owl. I have like a little niche towards owls, actually. Like I have so many facts about owls that it's kind of funny, but also concerning that I just have that. (laughs) So yeah, I just thought of the name Eagle Owl just because it's my favorite owl. And yeah, it just kind of stuck. It's not great for SEO for like, if you look my name up, but Either way, I, I'm fine with that. It's just a little thing to give my name out there and to bring some awareness to owls in the world. Yeah.
0: So this just makes you an owl geek, not a bird geek.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> an owl. Well, I do like birds. Like I, ha- like when I was growing up, we had a, like a red-tailed hawk in my yard. Like I'm a big nature guy. So either way, like animals and nature, birds and that, I always loved. So really, birds kind of gave that little essence. My favorite animal when I grew up was a zebra. And after realizing like it's just a horse with stripes, (laughs) basically, (laughs) then I'm like, okay, then I found some owls in my yard. And then there's different kinds of different types around the world. Like there's hundreds and hundreds of species of owls that you could probably look up
0: and find something fascinating about them. It's amazing maybe we should take this away from Owls and bring it back to the yeah, music. for sure. Your songs are pretty honest when you're sharing about yourself. The bridge from the song Believe says, These are the words go through my head. I know it hurts, that being said. I'm fully done. It was a run. Let me believe before I leave. Mm-hmm. Is it tough being real?
1: Yeah, actually. Yeah, That that's a real good question. Like, honestly being real to yourself and just believing in yourself is something that it's hard to be a musician. And I've realized that when making believe, no one believed in my music. And people still don't actually. And that's why I may believe because I got to believe in myself and believe in the essence of my music because there's going to be people that just don't want to believe in what you're going through and just in life in general. So that's why
0: I may believe actually. Why don't they believe in your music?
1: There's just people just have different niches for music. That's the thing with music as a artist and everything. You realize that you have like a little craft, you have an essence. I just realized this like recently in the last year or two that people need to realize you have your own taste in music. And that's myself. I'm really grown from that for making new tracks now that I don't need to listen to others to realize, yes, I do need to get criticism on that, but at the same time, is. I have a little niche when it comes to music and they have a niche as well. So I'd like to balance it out now and send it to like a few individuals that say, hey, this is good. If it's not, it's not. That's basically the essence of critique.
0: Then are you making the music for yourself? Are you making it for others? Are you making it for success? Why do it?
1: Um, I'm doing it really for myself now. Like yes, I do want to do it for others, but at the same time is like for myself mainly just because like I'm considered technically a Christian rapper or hip-hop artist in like my city, and there's not really any to do with that in Winnipeg. and that's a little niche that I want to get into, and just in general, it's not a very much centric genre to go into and really, to help out with a few people that are into that genre and people that want to get into that, then I'm making music for them and for myself as well to share my story. Because not many people ask me about myself, really. I'm very much um, alone from a lot of myself. I don't have a lot of friends. So music does help with that and creating that and just get myself in there.
0: You don't have a lot of friends. That surprised me. Because here you are, you spend so much time online.
1: Yeah, it's kind of depressing in a sense, Dave, that it's just like, oh, I'm always online. But also online, there's not really you have a lot of friends. You can't go see a person right next door because online there's someone probably in California or even like Paris or something or UK. I have a lot of friends that are mainly centric in like America and overseas in like the UK. So it sucks that I don't have friends that are like in my hometown and i do have a few but like we don't hang out like if i want to go say hey can i come to your house and just hang out for like a couple hours i technically don't have that really i do have a few friends that i go out to shows and everything but like nothing to like hey let's have a
0: quick drink or
1: something right
0: i can understand that something with you mentioning about support from christian community I've mentioned quite a few times on the antidote that being a Christian artist in Canada is such a rare thing. You know, it really, it's like being in a niche of an already niche market, mm-hmm. but does that matter to you?
1: Not really. Like I'm not going to promote myself very heavy on this for Christian artists, but at the same time is I'll still say that I am just cause yes, I want to still elaborate with that kind of like area of genre. So in general it's a hard market to get into but also it's like not very a large market as well so you will get noticed but it's still like no one's going to really notice you in the same time so i don't know
0: the first thing that i heard from eagle owl was red ride and it's this catchy summertime highway cruising kind of song but that's not what it's all about because it opens with a twist when the first verse says don't ask about God. Why did we know you would go out that night to die? There must be an explanation for that.
1: <laughs> there is no explanation, Dave. Honestly, I just wanted to go like a weird, like dark tone kind of vibe for the start. <laughs> seriously. but Seriously, like literally it's funny. People don't actually ask me about why I have like this dark essence for some of the tracks. And it's just like, oh, I listen to a lot of like, Metal and dark kind of R and B kind of stuff on the side as well. And it's just like, why not put something into this in the beginning? This kind of like cinematic type dark essence intro. And then I'm like, okay, let's do it. And it rhymes, so it works. It kind of rhymes.
0: So (laughs) you're just messing with people. I know, and it's perfect. That's what I love about doing with
1: music. You can mess with people, but also have some kind of essence with it you know but yes it does have like a dark kind of tone like yes you go on a highway drive and maybe possibly you might have the love of your life that follows you from god but somehow
0: dies from it that's i know it's dark but like that's that's what i got from it <laughs> <laughs> okay now i have to know which side dominates this bright cheery happy guy that's talking to me or it's that dark side of you <laughs>
1: I say the cheery guy I don't have a darkest inside that anyone knows about I think <laughs>
0: <laughs> There is something surprising about your music and that is that the songs of Eagle Owl are so incredibly short Yeah I mean on tonight's playlist only one of them is over 3 minutes long Why keep it brief like you just want to get right to the point
1: So with my older stuff I did like a first EP called Reborn and then realized it was a little bit too long, but also it just wasn't mixed properly, so I took that down on all platforms and just got rid of that. And then I released Nightmares, and it's still a little bit longer, and then people have told me they don't like long tracks. And that's true. Even in radio-wise, it's not very typical that you listen to, nowadays, songs that are about, like, three minutes or longer now. So that's why I... Keep it short. Keep it like the typical radio kind of vibey song length of like about two minutes or up to about three minutes. People don't have the attention span to last probably that long to listen to a track that long now. And I'm the same way. I can't listen to a track about
0: four minutes and a half now anymore. And it's and it sucks, you know. Isn't like people just want to read the headlines and not actually get into the meat? I guess so. Like, everyone
1: typically loves a good catchy chorus and a hook, and that's basically what most songs are now, and that's essentially most of my music now. It's just like, I need to get a catchy chorus, a catchy hook, for my listeners and my fans, so then they can bump into the track. That's why I made Red Ride, because I thought it was going to be a radio hit.
0: One thing I do find is that many of the Eagle Owl songs deal with relationship struggles like, on my own. Yeah. What does it take to build a casual relationship into something long-lasting?
1: Interesting. Um, So, basically, for on my own, I don't technically have had a relationship date. That's the funny part about myself with the music, about a lot of my lyrics. It's all about relationship advice and all this essence of a relationship and a long-lasting relationship. I've never had one, but it would... Mean the world to me to have that one day. And that's what On My Own is basically about of someone special that you could hold on to, but you're still on your own
0: because really you never know who that person could be. So it's your dream and your desire to head that way, but the reality is it's not happening for you right now.
1: Exactly. But at the same time, people have told me, and I've realized this over the years, I shouldn't look for that relationship because it will happen on its own right and that's the beauty of living life because that person will come one day and I'm not gonna really stress about that but instead I'll stress upon that into the music because that's the way it goes but other than that no I'm I'm not like typically oh I need a relationship to make me feel whole right but I'm just the person that just wants to have a good friend. That's basically what I typically want in life, to have like a good, lasting relationship with some friends, hang out, and just live a great life.
0: You know what's going to happen? You're going to head out on your first world tour. <laughs> a big fan is listening to those lyrics saying, I've got to meet Mikey. <laughs> He's the one for me. Dude, that'll be kind of weird and also funny too, because
1: then it'll be, oh, great, I found a crazy fan. Nice. And I don't know about
0: that. But that could happen. You never know, Dave. You never know. You know, talking about getting personal, the one song that you've done is extremely personal. Abuse talks about your childhood. Yeah. It must have been difficult to share about that.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. When I released Abuse, no one actually talked to me about Abuse. And also with my song performing it live last year, the first time, it hit in the heartstrings, but also I still messed up the lyrics live first time, but that's the beauty of it. <laughs> um, but as for Abuse, it was a trouble childhood. And that's the sucky part about not talking about it. And that's why music has helped me talk about my childhood and just in general, my life, because it was a struggle. It generally was. I don't typically talk about my childhood or my past experiences with people just because it's too deep and also really dark and messed up. And people say, oh, yeah, you should talk to someone about it. But it's very expensive to talk to someone about that, too. So it's hard. So I can't really talk to someone about that because I used to have that in high school. And then people just don't trust you anymore. And then they do awful stuff to you and just terrible things. So that's why I just keep myself to myself. And that's why I'm pretty much alone most of the part. And yeah, that's why abuse was something I can make to really talk about my struggles and talk about my past experience in life.
0: Well, what about making songs? I guess I'm wanting to hear about your songwriting process. Yeah. Where does it begin? The funny part about my writing process is
1: there's two times when I write. One of the times when I'm really wanting to write a song is when I want to do that. And that's usually when I'm made like Red Ride and like Abuse and those kind of like hard hitting songs or those catchy songs. Or when I'm very, very bored and I have nothing to do, then I write
0: a song. So that's probably the best times when I write music. <laughs> <laughs> I, i've never heard of somebody say that they're inspired by boredom
1: yeah it's so weird i've listened to so many interviews of artists and everything everyone's like oh i sit down in the studio i gotta get this done this sounds, and then there's me i just write when i'm bored and then it somehow it just works i don't know why usually my best songs work when i'm bored like my new stuff like let go nevermore that i send to you are probably the ones I made when I'm bored. And they're very much my favorites now,
0: which is funny. Well, there's something else is that it doesn't look like you have any trouble creating music. Here's part of your timeline, because I was amazed by Mm -hmm. this. A single in February 2021, a second single in March, Mm -hmm. then in October 2021, a six-song EP. Yep. Now, February of this year, another EP. June, another EP. <laughs> and your latest single, Let Go, came out in August. So, like, I mean, that's nuts. How do you do that? <laughs> I didn't realize that
1: how much I've realized put out music so short and time frame wise. Um, You've realized, Dave, I don't have much time um free well i do have free time but also boredom dave <laughs> i don't have all stuff to do so i'm like why not just make music and release it um i'm not a label so that's the perfect essence of me to release music so close to each other and so soon to each other and just get the music out there right so as for like releasing stuff so clued and everything i don't know i just want to just release music and Myself working on a brand new EP for this year, probably in October or November. So you can see, I just have a lot of music on the back burner, but also realizing
0: I just have a lot of free time on my hands. Why not create more music, you know? <laughs> Are you sure it isn't going to be another 20 songs by Christmas? I could tell you that I'm not going to release a Christmas album or anything, 20
1: songs or nothing like that. I thought about that, actually. I thought about making like a Christmas EP or something like that, but I'm like, nah, maybe one day.
0: That's right. For your 10th release, (laughs) which is going to be sometime next year. Oh, yeah. 10th release. (laughs) Then there will be the Christmas album. I'd like to hear more about Let Go. Mm -hmm. The chorus says, I found these battles. She started my scars. I have my troubles. We pick it all apart. Your green eyes flare. I knew you were rare. That came all from prayer to be more aware. What motivated that?
1: So let go motivated me recently from an individual I talked to. And also it's realizing that people have had like relationships and individuals that they wish that they could let go in life. And I know a bunch of friends that I've had that had like people that they wish they could let go. They wish that they could let go of that relationship and that's what I may let go about is letting go of that individual that they think that they were the one that they cared about, and that they should let go of them. So they have these battles, they had these scars, they've had all these bunch of the stuff that they've told them their past experiences with them, but you need to let go of that individual and you got to go on to the next one or go on to your next experience in life. So that's
0: why I may let go. What keeps them trapped in that situation?
1: The essence of them getting trapped in that thing is going back to that person. And I've realized that for myself with this individual as well, that I'm like, oh, I need to try myself to try to get back with this person or try to actually like talk to this person more. But I've realized that they don't care. Most people don't care if you're just one person in this vast world of seven billion people, Right. So that's why you just got to realize you got to let go of that person. And that's the beauty of life. You get experience with different relationships, different experiences. And that's the beauty of let go, I think, for myself is to let go of that individual, let go of your past experiences and move on. And it's hard. It's very hard. Even myself, I still think about that person and I'm like, should I let go? But I can't, you know? But after listening to the song, like, go over and over and over, and it just helps me letting go of that person. Even though I'm still talking about that person, I'm still letting go because I'm not talking to that individual, right? It's deep, but also it's kind of messed up, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't admit that. Come on, Dave. I can admit that. Just be polite and lie. Okay, I'll lie for you, Dave. (laughs) Something I really do want to know is, what kind of an impression are you trying to make as an artist? What do you mean by that? How do you want people to view both you as an artist and your music? Hmm. Like, are you going to be influencing people?
1: Oh, I hope so. That's the thing with my music. I really hope so, but I'm not a big enough artist that I think I can influence someone right now, but I really hope that I can. And that's the thing about my lyrics. It's something different. It's something new and something different every single time. And it's probably influencing at least one person I'm thinking at this point. That's what I tell people when I interview people on Twitch and everything. It's like, are you influencing someone in your live stream or your Twitch chat? And the, most of people are like, yeah, for sure. Probably you're making some impact because they're live streaming those into the, their viewership every single day, 24-7, 365 days a year. And for myself, for music, I'm probably somehow influencing at least one or two people, probably. So either way, I'm probably shaping some kind of person in my life with my music. And that means the world to me, right? So I hope that I could make something out of it, you know?
0: It sounds like you're the puppet master. (laughs) (laughs) People
1: have told me that,
0: which is kind of scary to think about, Dave. Mikey? Mikey? Thanks for this talk and have a good time with Eagle L.
1: Thanks so much, Dave, for having me and hope we could do this talk again sometime.